Welcome back to Real Talk with the Pelvic Docs, where we talk about all the P's of pelvic health. Pooping, peeing, pain, prolapse, pleasure, physical activity. I am your host, Dr. Jocelyn Conley, pelvic floor physical therapist, founder of the Vagina Doc, and today's episode, we revisit my interview with Vera, and today we hit part two, where she shares her story on overcoming symptoms of prolapse and how she navigated overall finding help and actually finding me and working with me as well as doing her own stuff and her own journey. So thank you guys so much for listening. Remember though, remember our disclaimer in this episode and every other episode, the information that we share is for informational and educational purposes only and should not be used in substitute or in lieu of medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. So let's get on with to today's show. And he was like, well, you know, sometimes this is really hard to diagnose. He was nervous. And I said, okay, so here's the thing. Why do you guys not recommend physical therapy pre-pregnancy and, and during pregnancy? Because I asked many times. And, if, and, if, and he was like, well, it's just, you know, women are lazy. That was his answer. And I was like, What? And he was like, well, yeah, I mean, they're pregnant. They already feel like crap. They're not going to want to do one one extra thing. And I was so offended because I was like, okay, if you would have suggested that I would have gone because I was one of those women that was interested in not ripping my butthole and you did not tell me, even though I asked. So when he answered that way, I knew that I was done with him. I knew that it was so unfair and it broke my heart because the emotional aspect of this situation breaks you and it affects your life as a mother, as a wife, as everything, because you're constantly thinking about it because you feel the symptoms every damn day. So it creates this bubble where you just feel so lonely and it's not fair. We women are so freaking awesome. And we deserve a lot better than just, well, you guys are lazy. That was terrible. That is, uh, it is so frustrating and so common that, yeah. well, it's probably not going to work because most people don't want to put in the work. Yeah. And that's part of why I do what I, what I do. And that's part of why I am on a mission to build an empire of compassionate, forward-thinking healthcare providers specifically geared towards women, because we have to get this culture out of healthcare. It is, it is literally harming women. Yeah. It's such a young age. And not only physically, but yeah, like you said, psychologically or mentally, it just, it does. Yeah. It's, it's so visceral. It, I think 
the, the importance of this, at least when you go to your physician, you're trusting this person with your life. Like they are the ones making the decisions for you. And the thing is, I know there's a lot of women that do not have the right support system. I've, I've, I've spoken to them. I have friends that don't have the right support system, being that their family or the husband or, you know, shit happens, life happens. And so if you add to it, the fact that you're going through something like this, where nobody's informing you, you don't know how to reach out. Some people are, you know, not very, they don't open up to talk. I talk a lot. Yes. I, and this was one of those things that I was like, I am never afraid of things. I'm never like, I'm, I'm fearless. I always do stuff. And, and, and all of a sudden this shook me to the core. Literally my core was not working. So I, I found myself not feeling myself. And I feel like at least if they were to just give you the option, if they were to say, okay, here are the options. This is what happens. And this is what you can do. And you can go to a PT. Give them the option because then it's your choice. But when you put it as if like, well, no, it's just, you're lazy. It's no, it's not about laziness. It's about money. They will not get that much money if they send you to physical therapy. But if they have to do surgery on you, which is basically how I felt. I felt like at the end of the day, given that I was complaining so much and I did talk about it, they were just kind of waiting for me to get worse. So surgical options were the only options for me. And so I was mad and I felt it's kind of like a betrayal. Like you just don't trust them anymore. And this other doctor was <clears throat> very open to, he gave me the options that I had. I was worried about not being able to get pregnant. He explained all that to me. He said, you know, if you, you medically speaking, you can get pregnant. If you want another child, these are the things that can happen. I want to see you in six months just to compare where you are right now to where you, because when I did that self-exam also, and this is one of his things, you guys, this is how awesome Jocelyn is. She's asking me, so how do you feel? Do you have any questions? And I go through all this. It's recent. It's just like right there. It's raw. So I'm like, oh, it's so emotional. And then I start at, like telling her and she's like, well, let me know if you want me to check on anything. Like you can always, I mean, if you feel comfortable, you send me a video or I mean, I can, and I can look at it if you want me to. And I was like, really? Okay, let's do it. I had a freaking iPad in the middle of my crutch. We're just like jostling in my vagina. We're having a FaceTime call. Like, how is that even like, what the heck? But you, you got to hear me out here. Like, yes, it was. I never thought in my life <clears throat> that I was going to perform that kind of show. She did say, oh, I see this and I see that. And the doctor confirmed that. That's how awesome she is. That's how knowledgeable she is. And it just. It made like, it made a huge difference, a huge difference. And it, I never felt like, oh my God, like, I mean, I see Jocelyn every day or when, I, when we meet and it's like, I feel like she's a friend from like years ago. Like that's how it feels. Very supportive. 
Um, so for the women that do not have the right like support system at home, you can still ask the right questions if you reach out to the right people. It took me a year and a half to find the right people to work with me. But I did it because after that exam and after getting in touch with my body that way, I felt this sadness that I was almost like giving up on myself when my body was like, no girl, I got you. It's still good, you know, I'm still here. We can do this together. So you can still have the right questions in a list, write them down and go from there. Because at the end of the day, you do this for yourself. That's the commitment. That's, that's the biggest deal. That's the hardest part. Like you have to do this for yourself. Nobody else is going to be like, come here, honey, I'm going to fix your vacation. No, like you have to do it yourself. Absolutely. And you have to, uh, the people are out there. You just have to put in the work to find them. They're just not going to show up on your insurance list. I could tell you that nope. because all of those providers are like, screw the insurance. They don't cover this mm -hmm. stuff. And if they do, it's like they try to control this. Yeah. Yeah. So you just got to put in the work now. Thank you for all of the nice words you say about <laughs> me. I'm really, I I say like, I don't, I don't really do much, especially as a coach, as a coaching in my coaching role or consulting role. I'm more just, I give you, I lay it out there and I interpret and say, this is what that means. But basically it was all you, Vera. It was, I was here for you, but it was all you. So it's just incredible to see how you've leaned into this process. Now, how you did your own pelvic floor exam. Then I had you do your own movement mm -hmm. exam. What was that like? The movement exam pretty much gave me answers to a lot of symptoms. Like I could understand them a lot like better. Aches, pains that I didn't even know were linked to my pelvic floor. You know, I mean, um, it was like, the thing is, it kind of opened up a gate to hope. Oh, I can, I can tell if I do this, if I do the movement exam, um, it opened up this gate to possibilities to, it made me realize that it's all about being patient, like being a patient who's patient, if that makes sense. Like, because I feel like when you find yourself in a situation like this and you are a person who likes to work out or be active, you just want to reach out to someone who's going to tell you, okay, do this. And in six weeks, you can go back. And when you don't get that answer, it kills you. And then you try to fight it and you try to look for other people that will tell you what you need to hear, what you want to hear. And that's not right because that's just you setting a trap for yourself. Like it, so it made me realize, okay, now I understand why like some daily tasks and daily movements that you just do hurt. And now I understand because I don't have control on this muscle because I don't have control on my abdomen, like all these things. And I remember I showed, um, Jocelyn was on, on, on a video call while I was doing some of them. 
the the movements and kind of supervising and then she goes your abdomen oh my gosh it's so tight and I was like what your abdomen is so there's such tightness my entire life and so this is interesting and just bear with me everybody since I was little since I was you know when I was a teenager they were everybody oh my gosh you have a six pack you have a six pack oh oh my gosh what do you do? I didn't do shit. I didn't even know what a six pack was until like people will say it so much that I was like, what is a six pack? So turns out that my muscles, my abdominal muscles were so tight that they will form that shape around my abdomen, but that is not healthy. And that comes from a lot. It can come from a lot of like emotional things or like that. You're just, ugh, you're just tight. You're like in this, like, nope, I got you. I got you. So those muscles were so tight that they weren't even letting my, my butt muscles work or my legs. I had a lot of issues with my knees and I had a lot of issues with my hips. Not until she saw me, she was like, this is why you feel this pain. And this is why you have these issues. And this is why constipation, you know, in a way part of it. So the first thing I did was, I was so amazed that somebody was giving me an answer. And so like, Oh, you have a six pack. No, it's it, no. And I started doing all this other things that she taught me to relax the muscles. The shape in my abdomen area changed so much. My posture got better. I haven't had that back pain ever since. It went away. My neck is not hurting anymore. I mean, that pain was so nasty, you guys, that I was just crying sometimes and putting like heating pads and stuff and it's gone. And it was because of that tightness. So the movement exam gave me hope. That's what the movement exam did for me. I am so like, I could cry. I am so happy <laughs> that you've gotten so much out of it because it was work. It was work. Yeah, it's it work. Was work. And I love that you mentioned that people are seeking answers. Guys, you are the one that has the answers. You just need someone as your guide, but no one can tell you your answers. Only you can, only you can sit in your body and really take a true inventory of what you're holding on to that isn't serving you. And so I, I think, so the way that I work with people in person is now I am trying to move to like, okay, when you're with me, you are, I'm doing the myofascial release on you. I'm, I'm helping with that. I'm helping accelerate the process of releasing the tissues that are suffocating what's not recruiting. Mm -hmm. But I'm almost wanting, and I'll probably eventually do this professionally, but shift gears and have people do this on their own because it is that much more rewarding. Like you get so much more out of it. And I, I think that I make it pretty like clear of, okay, this is what you do. This is how this is this is, it's a step-by-step -step process, but you just have to be willing to be a new student in your body. And that's challenging. So I am just so impressed that you leaned into that process 
with with such grace and and drive and self-love because it was hard there's a lot that seemed like it's easy or i've been doing this but we made some adjustments uh and the amount of shift that you made just with your abdominal wall and just the constipation was just super exciting to hear about and it's important for you to, for for people to hear that because a lot of people are like I want a tight ab a, a tight abdomen but oftentimes that is what's that's driving prolapse symptoms that's driving people's issues they're like always gripping why the hell are you gripping your abs when you are bending forward <laughs> yeah yeah and and I remember it was like a thing like like I have to fit into this pants and like, so I'm, I was always holding in my, you know, just tightening my abs every single time. And you said something about like, just pay attention when you talk, when you're just talking to people, you know, you start talking, you're in a conversation, you're having fun, even when you're laughing and you're like, Ugh. and, yeah. and it, the awareness that happens once you go through this, it's <clears throat> mind blowing. It's it, it, you're aware. You are aware of your body. It was like you weren't in there anymore. But then all of a sudden you connect, and then you see things, and 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 you feel you feel your body when you're going through your day, which is a weird feeling. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I think my biggest challenge was my own mindset. Like it was like the self-talk that goes through you every day when I couldn't nail an exercise because my muscles simply didn't have the strength. It was hard or like I would stop and I would cry or I would skip days. Like by any, like, don't even think that I was like this perfect student that I was doing the exercises every day. No, I skipped days that I was like, I don't know if I can do this and it's just not working. And you need to just take all the ex your expectations out. And there's another reason that we are so hard on ourselves because social media has, to me, has become such an outlet and, 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 a, and a source of information. But at the end of the day, there's all this other side of social media where they show this perfect bodies or what they think it's perfect because there's no one fit for everybody and how you need to do this and just do this workout that is going to let you all sweaty and just barely breathing and killing yourself. Why? Who do you want to impress? Who do you want to impress? If you change that to want to impress others, to want to impress you, to feel proud of yourself because of what you're doing for you, not for other people, that's when shit changes. That's, that's the biggest deal It's like, you need to be your own cheerleader, your own competition and stop unfollow people. If you need to unfollow people, because it's not healthy. That's, that was a game changer. And I remember you good to, you mentioned the myofascial release because I, there was a moment where I was like, I'm done with this. Like, I don't think I can keep like, this is not going to work. I just, I was overwhelmed with other things, you know, and my daily tasks and family and whatever. And then we had a meeting 
and I was almost so close to cancel. And then, but you said, we're going to do this myofascial release. And I was like, whatever that is. Okay. Yes. That, that made me tap into something that was blocking me. There was something else that was still holding me back. And when we did the myofascial release, you guys, it was crazy. The things that came out, even though I thought, oh, I got this. I've been processing. You got to understand that this work doesn't end. It's not like, oh, I completed my six month journey of you can't stop. It becomes part of your life, but it's beautiful. If you see the benefit of it, it's so beautiful how it's not about this self-love that everybody's romanticizing like, I love myself, I'm strong, I'm a goddess. No, it's like, wake up, get your ass in the shower, do your exercises or do the like breathing exercises. Calm the fuck down, calm your mind, make five, like just five minutes. Five minutes is all it takes for you to set your alarm and just, sit there in silence and just see what just check in with yourself how are you feeling but all these little tasks is what becomes your journey and it's your experience and it gives you strength mentally and physically and then you and then you realize there's so many women out there that are trying so hard to project this perfect image and they're harming themselves and you feel compassion for them because they are victims of the same mindset of women have to be skinny. They have to have a flat ab. No, you don't. You have to have a healthy body, a happy body, not a perfect body. Perfection is not size. It's mental and mind, you know, mind and spirit connected. That's the key. Like, that's what I think it's the key. Well said. So, so tell us now, where are you with, what are you, where are you with the prolapse? Where are you with, you mentioned that your pain that you were experiencing in your back and your neck is gone. What about prolapse? About prolapse. I'm in such a better place. Um, I don't have those symptoms anymore. The urgency to go pee is not even close to where it was. Sometimes it happens and it does get kind of, uh, but I know it's because I'm skipping stuff. Like, you know, once you, once you start, you really can't stop because then the minute you stop doing something, it's like, wait, wait a minute, you were taking care of me. What happened? Or, you know, there are drinks that you can't really, you, you can have them, but you should not if you don't want to feel that way. So coffee and you know, I love kombuchas and I love all the bubbly stuff. And I know I can give myself a treat or if I want to have my coffee, but then I have to drink a lot of water, like you balance things, but I have no issues with the urgency to go to the bathroom. I don't feel any heaviness at all. Only sometimes during my period, if I didn't take care of my diet, the week before getting my period, then of course there's, you know, I get bloated and that kind of puts pressure. Um, there are things that I know how to do now. I can pick up some stuff, you know, that's heavy that I know 
I know I'm aware and I'm like, oh, I can pick this up and I'm not going to hurt myself because I know how to work my muscles so I don't get hurt, how to protect my body. Um, constipation, not a problem. Unless I don't eat healthy. Like that's the thing. It, I mean, there is, it just comes hand in hand. So it doesn't, it's not just one thing. It's, it's the whole it's, it's like a whole thing that you have to put together and, and be consistent, but I don't feel the pain that I used to feel when I, you know, in terms of sex, like I am way more comfortable and it kind of, the, the whole pelvic exam made me confident of exploring other ways to do things or other positions or because I know what's in there, because I know that place so well now that I am comfortable saying yes, no, here, there. Um, so I am so grateful um, because comparing 2019 to this year, and it's only a month, you know, but like working with you, pre-working with you and post-working with you, I am more self-conscious of what I do and how that impacts my pelvic health. I am aware of the things that I have to keep on my daily routine. Um, I feel supported. It gave me this platform where I was able to speak up and actually share this with my family or the people that I love. And it made me realize that I could find support, that I feel supported, I'm, I'm stronger, and I love myself even more now than ever. I don't think I ever said I love myself so much before this journey, never. So if you guys, feel like, oh shit, I have a prolapse. I get the feelings. Let them come up to the surface. This is only gonna make you stronger if you decide to, if you choose to. It will make you a better person. It will make you a stronger woman. Believe me, I can promise you that. If you commit and if you love yourself, just have compassion for yourself. That's all you need. Give yourself that time. And if you're listening to this and you've been hesitant to reach out to her, just do it right now. Like, just send the message. I will tell you, you will not regret it. It's an investment in yourself, time, money, information. It doesn't matter. It. I even learn how to say yes to myself. Some people have a really hard time spending in themselves. This is so worth it. What you're gonna get out of this, it's gonna change you forever for good. I'm a better mother. I'm a better friend because I'm aware of so many other emotional things that go with it. It, it made me a better person. And that's, for that, I'm forever grateful. Like I felt guilt when I, one of those feelings, the heaviest feelings was guilt. I felt I did something wrong. I did something wrong through my pregnancy. Maybe I should have done this. Maybe I like felt guilty, like I did this to myself. And it wasn't like that. 
but I couldn't control what happened before because I was acting from what I knew back then. But now I realize how much I could do for myself and how much I could handle things for myself. And I, the feeling, I felt broken. That was the word that could describe how I felt when, they, when I found out about problems. Now I feel strong. I'm a monument. People can come to me and be like, I need this. I'm like, I got you. We're going to do this together. We're going to figure it out. Like changing my changes your life. (laughs) (laughs) It's so amazing to hear that. And Vera has given me way too much credit. Again, I just, I know how this stuff works. So I'm just holistic in how I work with people and People typically seek me out because I speak on exercise and fitness, but there's a lot more depth than just that. And if you're not willing to go in the, in the trenches like Vera did, then I'm not willing to work with you. My time is precious. And, uh, I'm only like, you could reach out, but I'm going to do the same thing as I did with Vera is I w I know when you're ready and I, And I put out, I purposely put out a lot of information so that you already know that I am the person that you want to work with before we even meet, even though that's kind of creepy that you know me really well before we meet, (laughs) but that's okay. I, that's what I want. Yeah. But so now Vera, thank you so much for sharing all that. You mentioned you it's so cool. Cause both of us changed a lot since we initially met, like it's yeah. crazy. <laughs> and so tell me, you mentioned about a blog the other day when we were meeting um, on. Yeah. So it's, can you share a little bit more and I'm holding you accountable to this because I think you have <laughs> a story that really women can find strength in or hope so what is, what is, what's your plan with this blog and what do you, what are you doing with it? So after doing all this work, um, it hit me one day, like I realized that I had been putting so much time on myself to work on myself. And, and, and one of the things that you just said right now that is very important to, for people to know is that you have this holistic approach is like, I reach out to you because I saw you doing CrossFit and you were talking about pelvic health and whatever, and some sort of prolapse stuff. And I was like, well, I want to do that. So that was my main issue. And then that was the first, one of the first reasons I remember back in 2019 that I was like, Oh, she, she can help me. And when when we actually worked together and then you came up with this myofascial release and this guided meditation and all these other things, I was like, I would have never thought that you were the kind of physician that was going to have that approach that was going to combine them. And that was even more awesome because I had been going through this other journey of self-work and going, you know, deep into those trenches, emotionally speaking, And it made me realize how connected they are. So if you guys feel like, oh, that's not for me, um, 
it's about opening your mind and giving yourself a chance. You don't want to get to a point where you're just so tired of not finding answers when things get really bad to actually consider other options. Like just consider everything, just do it. Um, when I realized that I was, how far I was from where I started and how much I had grown um, in the process, I, again, share with a bunch of other women and they were like, oh, I have some of that. And oh, what did you do with this? And so they got answers that they were not answered, just like me. Years and years, they had more kids or whatever. And it was just like, yeah, you know, it's just kids. So the blog started from the experience I had when I moved to the United States from Guatemala. I'm from Guatemala and I've been living here for eight years. And every time someone will ask me, what's it like to move from your country and start from scratch, like a new life? And all I could think of was, okay, imagine this tropical tree in Guatemala, this luscious green fruit tree. Somebody yanked the crap out of it. And now they decide to replant it in Idaho from all places. And then you want those roots. Like, it's going to get there. It's going to re-root. And it's going to be fine. And you just water it. And, like, the water tastes different. And, like, literally, I feel like the water has a different flavor. And... The, the weather is different so many things and I felt like okay this is how I feel I feel like I'm rerouting myself here so I kept that idea in mind then three years go by and I get pregnant so I'm like okay this is another thing that's shaking stuff and again I'm, I'm trying to find myself you know I have a job back then and I'm happy and I'm trying, you know, to build connections and find my tribe and people and, and then I have my baby. So I go into baby mode. So all this changes in, in my life within the last eight years made me realize that we're like trees. Like we have roots that will hold us so we can hold others so we can shade people so we can provide all these things as women and this is where I come with the name of rerooted women and that's what my blog is going to be like I'm working on it um but all these changes kind of make me realize how sometimes you're going to get an axe and somebody's going to hit you and try to cut something you can regrow that you can grow another root deep down earth and just it, it's a matter of having patience and working on yourself. So I found, um, like I wanna share my experience with the ups and the downs. I want to open up a safe space for other women to share their experiences, rerouting somewhere else. However, that analogy fits in their lives to let them know that they're not alone, that with love and patience and compassion, you can grow deep and strong, whatever you are. Um, after, two years of this pelvic floor journey, I realized that many women I knew had gone through similar experiences and were just lost. So I just want to make sure that they have a place where they can find the space to, to be. I am, I was Vera back then. I was scared to death. I, and it's okay to feel like that. So I want to find 
more women that have done that, that not necessarily move from the country, but like have something happen in their life that made them not feel themselves anymore. And how do you go back to find yourself? Because you miss yourself after you become a mother, even after you become a wife, you're like, I kind of miss myself sometimes. I feel like, so you try to feel like, how do you, how do I go? You can't go back. It's, it's growing and the trees to me are just such a beautiful thing in nature because you can see, you can find this beautiful tree in the middle of nowhere and it's just there strong as can be. And they storms hit snow, sun, and they're still there. So we have all that in us, in ourselves as women. We're beautiful. We're just like, I feel like women are the most beautiful creature in the world. Like that's how obsessed I am with like women. It's, we're just magical. So I feel like we deserve that space and I want to provide it. So hopefully it'll be open and up soon. (laughs) Rerooted. What a strong story. I love it. Well, (laughs) thank you. Vera, I have, we we have definitely, I, thank you so much for your time like th- and giving me 90 minutes, over 90 minutes of telling, <laughs> of sharing your story. We got excited. Uh, it, it, it's just such a, it's a powerful story and, and women need to hear it. So if anyone wanted to contact you and wants to follow you, see what's up with your blog, or just reach out just to lean on your experience, to hear about your experience, where can they reach you? Um, they'll probably need to reach me to my personal Instagram account uh, for now, which I will probably, um, it's DLN at Let's see, DLN Vera. So it's it's Vera Marcinko. You can just look up Vera Marcinko and I'll make it public and I'll have on my bio the rerouted. It's not up yet. I'm working on like some details to put it up because it this is such a new territory, which actually all these things, all these things in this journey gave me the guts to do this. So it's been awesome. So I'll for now it'll be my personal Instagram. So you reach out Vera Marcinko I'll be there feel free anything whatever anything else that you want the listeners to know about or anything with your business well I I just want you guys to know that you're not alone I mean we do have another business Uh, we have it's been it's been a shit show it's been a circus having all these things happening in eight years we started our own business too so that's another story but that's more my husband's thing um but I hope that you guys feel some support through this and that was the main reason why I was so excited and so thankful and grateful that you wanted me to share my story and that you provided that space for this this is awesome like it's a privilege for me to like be part of your podcast and I hope that you guys know that everything is possible. Like just open up to possibilities. You have that power. You can do things on your own. And when it's scary, let like just just spend some time with that fear, but know that fear can be can be a, a powerful thing for you to get out of your comfort zone and what you get out in return. It's awesome. So I hope you guys 
I hope you guys are doing good and I hope things get better if you're struggling with something like this and thank you for listening. Thank you again, Vera. It's been awesome. I, um, yeah, I, I would love to continue to follow what you do with this, with your blog and, and if, if, it continues to grow. I mean, it doesn't have to, I would love to have you on in the future. Thank you again for coming on. Did we get real today? Oh my gosh. <laughs> real talk with the vagina dog. <laughs> Can't get more real than this. <laughs> All right, guys, until next time on real talk with the pelvic docs.